Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. There is no position in sports more important than quarterback in the NFL. Not point guard in the NBA, not pitcher in Major League Baseball, not setter or defenseman or even goalie in the NHL. Quarterback determines winning. So as we look at the Indianapolis Colts and their prospects for 2022, looking at the quarterback position and how it compares in the AFC South, Absolutely critical. We'll do that in a moment. Todd Licklider out at Evansville. What a poorly timed fire this is. I know the AD just started, but what are you doing at Evansville firing a guy? You got six guys in the portal. You got four returners. You got four recruits. What kind of a team are you going to put together? And the portal's closed. So the guys who were there, if they loved Licklider, kind of stuck unless Evansville grants them a waiver. Kentucky Derby tomorrow. I'll tell you who I'm betting on. It's not a guaranteed win. But the money should be pretty good if this horse does win. The star system in the NBA and in professional golf, minus Tiger Woods, doesn't work. Sergio Garcia, bye-bye. That's fine. You want to play for Greg Norman in the Saudis? I don't care. I don't watch a PGA to watch Sergio Garcia. Does he have fans outside of Spain? I have no idea. All right, this is Breakfast with Kent. For Derby Eve, Kentucky Oaks today at Churchill Downs. I hope the weather's decent. Cool weekend in Louisville, only an hour and a half away from Indianapolis. If you're south of Indy, go to Louisville. This is like, this is the weekend that Louisville just rocks. A tremendous city during really the month prior to the Derby and then Derby weekend. It is Friday, May 6th, 2022. We're brought to you by the great people at Johnson's Plumbing. Look, When you hire a plumber, you don't want to hire number two. You want to hire number one. If you don't hire number one, you wind up with a bunch of number two, right? Johnson's Plumbing, 765-610-8809. Hit subscribe, punch a like button, ring the bell. Let's go. If you have an urgent question, if you have any question, if you just want to say thanks, make a donation. Very, very appreciate it. We appreciate that very much. All right, let's talk about the quarterback position in the AFC South. Matt Ryan, the new quarterback of the Colts. I think as you compare quarterbacks, though, you also need to compare the offense. So we'll do that a little bit. Matt Ryan, last year in QBR with the Falcons, ranked second in the AFC South. That tells you a little bit about the AFC South because Matt Ryan had a QBR, not gaudy, 46.1. Ryan Tannehill, thank you very much, Spirit Walk. Appreciate that. James Bradbury is about to be jettisoned by the Giants. Bulletproof secondary, too expensive. The Colts don't have the cap space to sign Bradbury. Bradbury, a really good corner, although ranked at the 50% mark among cornerbacks in the NFL last year by Pro Football Focus. Bradbury, uh, I think he's on tap to make like $13 million. He would save the Giants 10 to $11 million. This coming year in cap money, uh, I, if he's cut by the Giants, I, I don't see the Colts picking him up unless they make a corresponding move 
to free up cap space because they are over the cap total. Top 51, they still have some cap space, but they don't have the 11 to 13 million necessary to sign Bradbury. Thanks for the question and thanks for the donation. I appreciate it. Uh, Ryan, like I said, ranked 22nd in the NFL. Tannehill ranked 8th last year at 55.9 in QBR. Davis Mills, 27th. Trevor Lawrence, 30th. Those guys, those guys are non-factors in terms of the quarterback play in the AFC South. Now, Carson Wentz is sort of interesting as we look at Ryan and, and his, like, pretty paltry ranking as, as a quarterback in terms of QBR. Carson Wentz was number nine, just behind Ryan Tannehill, and his QBR was 54.7. So as we look at quarterback, you got to kind of look at the offensive line, and you got to look at the weapons, and you got to look at the coach. Carson Wentz, the previous year, not good in QBR with the Eagles. Now, he didn't have good protection, and he didn't have good weapons. What happens with Frank Reich is there is a definitive uptick with quarterbacks. We've seen it over and over and over again. One of the good things about cycling through quarterbacks every single year, like it's a rule that you have to replace your quarterback every year. That's what the Colts do. You get a pretty good idea, a substantial database of evidence that tell you how your head coach and your offensive coordinator sort of bring in a new guy and have that new guy function. Philip Rivers took a big step up. Andrew Luck, big step up in 2019. Jacoby Brissett, the best he's ever going to be in 2019, right? Like I said, Rivers, last year, Wentz. This year, Ryan. Matt Ryan is going to be the best quarterback in the AFC South because of Frank Reich and because of the weapons. Now, weapon-wise, we know what the Colts have done. Right, the Colts have gone out, and, and like T.Y. Hilton, we're going to assume is not a part of the party this coming year. Zach Pascal is definitely not part of the party. He's moved on to Philadelphia, going to be a member of the Eagles. Good for him. Zach Pascal's really, really good at a lot of different things. Blocking is one of them. The Colts pick up Alec Pierce, they pick up Jelani Woods, and they pick up Ogletree as a tight end who's almost a, a replicant of Jelani Woods. So uh, they still, I think, are one weapon down. The Titans, they lose A.J. Brown. And what they're hoping is that Traylon Burks, their first-round draft pick, is a guy who steps in and does A.J. Brown-like stuff. But you don't know that. If, if, if Burks doesn't replace adequately A.J. Brown, the Titans have got a problem. Because then you're Henry and a bunch of guys right? That's kind of what your weaponry is. Uh, with the Colts, similarly, you know what? You got Michael Pittman, and you're hoping that Alec Pierce comes through. And maybe you pick up, but you know, you might have enough money to be able to sign a guy like Julio Jones or bring back T.Y. Hilton. But I don't, T.Y. Hilton, somebody's got to tell him it's over. T.Y., you know, it, 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 you couldn't stay on the field last year. Do you think you're going to get healthier all of a sudden through 17 weeks in 2022 as you age? Really unlikely. So let's not even go down that road. Let's find a weapon that sort of works, you know, and you look at the weaponry. The weaponry for uh, the Jaguars 
Yeah, Jaguars, you got Snoop Connor as the only weapon that they drafted. They went they went hard at like core competence at spots like linebacker and defensive end and uh offensive line, especially in free agency. Now them picking up, you know, Scherf and Fortner in the draft. Scherf is a free agent, Fortner in the draft, that's really going to help the interior of that offensive line in Jacksonville. But you don't score points with a guard, an expensive guard, and a high draft pick as center. You just don't. We've had that conversation about Quentin Nelson. Quentin Nelson Newton's coming in just a moment. Uh, the Texans, how about this? This is a train wreck. Marlon Mack is, is on tap to be their starting running back. I love Marlon Mack. Really, really nice guy. But did he look like somebody who can hit the hole and get through it last year? He did not. That's why he was inactive for the majority of uh, Colts games last year. After carrying for a while, you thought, what the hell are they giving it to this guy for? You got Jonathan Taylor. I mean, my God almighty. Like back in the day, why are they giving the ball to Roland Harper for the Bears? Why, Justine Payton, what are you doing? It was kind of like that last year. Uh, they also, uh, Chris Connolly is a weapon. Brandon Cook's obviously a weapon for the Texans. And guess who's on the Texans? Philip Dorsett. Philip Dorsett. Got to feel pretty good about that if you're the Indianapolis Colts. He can't play dead. He can't catch the ball very fast. Can't catch the ball. So, Matt Ryan, the best quarterback for the best and best functioning offense in the AFC South, he is going to have a resurgence season under Frank Reich. That's what Frank Reich does. Quentin Nelson, you know where he was last night? He was at the Kenny Chesney concert. And do you know how many people bothered him? None. Nobody bothered him. I watched. He's right by the entrance, comes in, and, and is kind of hanging out with two teammates and uh, their girls. You know, their dates, wives, I don't know whether he's married or not. And nobody walks up, and Quentin Nelson is one of the most recognizable guys in the city of Indianapolis, right? He's wearing a hat, but it was Quentin Nelson. You could recognize him by his giant back. He's got the broadest back you've ever seen in your life. I said, hey, Quentin Nelson. And so I watched for a while. People just keep walking by. Indianapolis is the best city in America for famous people who don't want to be bothered. I've said it a million times. If you're a star athlete and you want to live the life of a star financially, but without any of the hassle, Indianapolis is your place. This is your city. That nobody bothers anybody here. I saw it for years with Peyton Manning. Nobody bothered Peyton. Peyton Manning, one of the most recognizable athletes in America, he could walk through a mall in Indianapolis and nobody's going to bug him. Eating lunch at McAllister's, for God's sake. Nobody bugged him. This is a great place. Quentin Nelson appeared to enjoy the Kenny Chesney show a great deal. The Kentucky Derby, tomorrow. All right, here's how you bet it. Smile happy. Uh, Kenny McPeak, the trainer, very, very good at getting people ready, or getting horses and jockeys ready for a big race. Uh, smile happy. The uh, early line, 20 to 1. That's good money on a horse this good running out of the five hole. 
Then you've got epicenter uh, Steve Asmussen, probably due to win a Kentucky Derby, but the money's a little bit shorter on him. So I take, I'm not going to, like, I'm going to bet a 7-2 to horse. What do I get? Like, if you bet $100, what do you get out of that? 350 I guess that's all right, return. But you've got 20 horses in this thing. What are the odds a 7-2 to two horse is going to win and, and you're going to cash? Now, at 20-1 to one, or whatever Smile Happy winds up being, 20 to 1, you got some. You bet 100 bucks on that horse, that thing comes in. That's two grand you put in your pocket. Uh, don't take short money in the Derby unless you're betting a lot of money or unless you pair it in an exacta, uh, trifecta, something like that. Maybe I'll exacta up, right? Uh, smile happy and epicenter. Figure all that out. It's still got to work on the Derby. We'll hear from Ivan O'Idol a little bit later today, his Derby picks. Mine. Smile happy, just because I'm not going to waste my time betting short odds. Um, Tom Licklider fired. Makes me sad. Tom Licklider is an incredibly nice guy. He didn't get it done at Evansville. Evansville fired its athletic director and hired a new guy about two weeks ago. Yesterday, fired Tom Licklider. So he's no longer the coach of the Purple Aces. Good for him for getting back into coaching. Last year, 6-24, and fewest wins ever for Evansville. Most losses ever. You know what? It's hard to win at Evansville. Really, really hard. Saw Marty Simmons try to do it forever. Todd Licklider didn't get it done in his two years. They got six guys in the portal. Four guys committed to returning. Portal now closed. You can't enter the portal, but people are still in it. And you've got four recruits coming for Evansville. We don't talk Purple Aces basketball often, but when Todd Licklider gets fired, we do talk about it. Matt Roth, hired as the head coach of Fort Wayne Blackhawk. We remember Matt Roth, right? That game as a freshman where he hit 9 of 11 triples against Ohio State. 9 of 11 triples. This is year one under Tom Crean where the roster was a complete train wreck. They still lost that game. Indiana did, uh, was it like 93-81 to the Buckeyes. But Matt Roth, Fort Wayne Blackhawk has been good, really good. Uh, fever open the regular season tomorrow at Washington. I don't know who plays for the Fever anymore. I loved the Fever when they had Stephanie White as the head coach, and you kind of knew the people there, and I, I don't know anybody there anymore. They, a lot of draft turnover, and, you know, Tamika was the GM. I loved Tamika, but she was drafting people and, and in the first round and then, you know, waving them, which is relatively rare in professional sports. We'll just leave it at that. We'll see what the, the Fever do this year. Like I said, Sergio Garcia, what a train wreck this guy. So he, he's penalized yesterday, took too much time looking for his ball. It was disputed. I get it. Wrong call. And he's all pissed off. Can't wait. He said, I can't wait to leave this tour. You know what? Don't let the door hit you or the Lord splits you. I could care less. I watch PGA Tournament Golf. I'm not watching this nonsense with the Saudis and and with Greg Norman. I won't watch Greg Norman himself play golf <clears throat> unless Tiger Woods joins. Tiger Woods draws eyeballs. But Sergio Garcia leaving for whatever this other thing is going to be, I could care less. I don't think a lot of people. Robert Garagos also going to play on that tour, and so is uh, Phil Mickelson. Who cares? What are they doing? 
uh, like the PGA Tour, I you know what? Maybe it needed some reforms. I don't know. But, my goodness. Oh, my parents' wedding anniversary today. Let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we? Thank you for the donation. Uh, Fago White Franklin, happy birthday. John O'Rourke, Steve Foster, Chance Bond, Keith Menner, and the great Ricky Bannett celebrating a birthday. Happy Friday. We're wearing the Friday, uh, and because it's Derby weekend, I don't have anything pink to wear for the Derby, but I think that's fine. And I don't have a loud hat, to my credit. Uh, later today, inside Indiana Sports Now, we're got, of course we're talking about the Colts, and we'll talk a little bit about Trace Jackson Davis, where he could expect to be drafted if he remains in the NBA draft, or whether he should expect to be drafted. We'll talk about that, obviously, like I said, the Colts, because it's what we do. And then tomorrow, call in, download the call-in app. Call-in show at noon tomorrow. I can't wait to talk to you then. We'll talk also this afternoon. Let's go. I look pinkish with the lighting. Sure I do.